good to be back. My goodness, my goodness, it's been a while. That sound of that theme tune. Ah, uh, it's, uh, it's, you're really glad I wrote that theme it's tune, getting, aren't you? It's it's uh, it's making me feel a lot better. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to season three, episode Woo! forty-one of the We Only Do One Take podcast. It is the only podcast in the whole wide world that is a complete shit show. We've really stepped it up. It is a complete shit all the way all the way around the world. It was listened to in Germany by a few people, which is exciting. As always, I am Turch, and with me is my co-host, my CEO, and the man who spills more beer than he drinks, uh, <laughs> Kieran. Shut up. <laughs> welcome back, buddy. It's so good to see you. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you. Well, wel- welcome back from Germany. Uh, it was, you know, it was really nice catching up with you and the few of the other fellas uh, on the weekend, and that's why... That's why that you know you spilling more beer than you were drinking. I, I can't believe now, you spilled more I, than two. You spilled two pots in the space of about ten minutes. Hang on a second. You I feel like I need to. Hands. I feel like I need to explain myself here uh, very quickly. Um, number one, it was probably, it was pro- look on average. I have probably had uh, out of all the liquids I've consumed, probably ten thousand. Cups of water or beer or milk or whatever, right? Liquids. Liquids. <laughs> of, of drinkable right? liquids. Right? All up in my entire life, I've spilt twice. Well, it all happened so, all at once. <laughs> so the percentage of me me spilling or knocking over a drink... Is almost as much as Elizabeth Warren... Is basically Warren. nil. Nil. It's, it's basically almost, nil. It's almost as much as Elizabeth Warren is a Native American, which we'll be talking, <laughs> be talking about later on. But yes, I'm back from Germany, which is very exciting. We got back uh, sort of last week. I was sort of a bit jet-lagged, finally back at work doing all that sort of thing. Are you still jet-lagged? Um, I think it's... I think the older you get, and especially when you go back to work, I think you just feel jet-lagged for the rest of your life. I don't think you can... like. I think as a kid, you're like, yeah, I can bounce back. But as you become an adult... I mean, I was up at 6am this morning. Right? I'm always up at 6am. Right. And my God, it hit 2.30 and I was exhausted. Yeah, I had to have a nap. Rough day, rough oh. day, rough day. I'll, you know what? I'm actually even back at the gym. I've been there two days in a row. Oh, congratulations. And I was going to go today as well. And then I forgot um, my gym shirt, like a shirt to wear at the gym. And I'm like, I'm not going to change and just wear a like, you know, button up shirt <laughs> while I'm going for a run. So Why not? You should do that. It's just a fashion thing. Oh, <laughs> fashion conscious you are. Um, well, while you're boring everyone about not wearing a shirt to the yeah, gym. Yes. What happened in Germany? What happened in Germany? Well, lots of things happened in Germany. I went to Oktoberfest and I should post a photo or two, but social media, I'm pretty lazy at that, except um, except please subscribe to our Instagram account. It's actually really lots of fun, but lots of uh, really good stuff, lots of uh, fun, uh, Oktoberfest, uh, we drank uh, all the beers that were there, there were six different kinds of beer, drank them all, they're all really strong and all really delicious, ate uh, more meat than I've ever consumed in my life, uh, did lots of walking, learnt a lot about the history of Hamburg, a lot about the history of Cologne and, and Munich, as were all three places that I went, um, yeah. And that was it. It's right, an amazing let's, place. Love let's it. get back to the beer and the meat. Yeah. The beer. The beer. The beer. Only six types of beer at Oktoberfest. Well, yeah, because uh, it's very strict, the rules in Oktoberfest. Okay. So it's, it's a basic... It's celebrated. So there's rules of engagement. Well, Munich is the, the place where they have the big Oktoberfest festival, I guess, you know. 
And there, they only serve, because that's where it started and everything like that, they only serve the six beer, well, six breweries beer that is exactly in the centre of... Of Munich. Of Munich. Right. So there's six, and I'll, I'll try to remember all of them, but the big ones like uh, HB with the Hofbrau House, mm-hmm. and we've got one of those in, in, in Australia. There's Paulana, there's um, Augustina, which is really big as well. There's Lowenbrau, there's... And now I can't remember the other two, but the six big types of beer, they brew them especially strong, 6% minimum. Ah, here we go. It is the... Oh. <laughs> uh, apparently, it's the Lauren Brower Brewery. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Great beer. Yeah, Hofbrauhaus. House. Yep. The Paulinara. Pauliana, something Paulana, yep. The Hackery P. That's brewery. the one. I couldn't remember that one. And Hack- Spatten. Hackery Fashion. fashion. Yep. Yeah, Spatten, yep. Spatten, and then Augustina, and then uh, yeah, Augustina. Yeah, Augustina is like the number one beer in Germany. It's so big that they don't advertise. Wow, yeah, like VB, like VB here, like it's always advertisements, and people <laughs> like you know, like you know, they sponsor cricket, they sponsor like. The, oh right, like, maybe I just tune out of all VB ads. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. just don't oh, register. It's a hard cold beer, you know, uh, not a sponsor. They haven't done a. They haven't done a classic advertisement yeah, for ages or like Carlton Draft like they do like yeah. the big ads and stuff like that Augustina apparently they don't even advertise because everyone's just like which people are going to drink oh probably Augustina well, there you go that's how good it is but absolutely amazing but my rant funnily enough and I'm glad you sort of brought this up uh, don't worry listeners we will get back to the sweet delicious meat we will we will maybe later in the show <laughs> later in the show don't want to tease it out tease it out <laughs> but uh, we do want to talk about Something that happened on my trip Uh-oh. that um, is my rant. Okay. Was it the aeroplane food? Nah, look. Aeroplane food's what it is. And was you it got the movies? It was I, the movies Yeah, on the plane. it was fine. It was fine. Okay. It was fine, fine. What did you watch on the way over? Oh, I just bought my phone and I watched uh, a lot of BoJack Horseman. And I played actually... What, were you flying Jetsa? No, no, no. We are flying... Uh, not Eddie Had, the other one. Emirates. Yes. Oh, they've got a good entertainment system. Yeah, that could be bothered. It was just... Anyway, I don't like... Anyway, nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to go into that. It's not important. <laughs> what is important is that when you go to the bathroom... On the aeroplane? Well, just even at airports. Okay. I mean, because I like the aeroplane bathroom. Because <coughs> you push the button and then it's like a delay and then it goes... Well, that's what I want to complain about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, look. I understand that it's very hard on a plane to do. Like you know, they've got to suck a whole bunch of literal shit and piss away into another part of the plane, and they can't just do a toilet thing where they've got the bowl of water or something. It's air pressure. It's air pressure. It's, it's air amazing. Pressure. It's amazing system. Physics. But the sound mm-hmm. is what really frustrates me. Do you stand or sit when you do a number one? That's a P on the airplane. Well, uh, stand. See, I sit now. Why? Because I got caught once in turbulence. Nah, it's alright. I just right. nah, it's alright. You wing it. It's alright. So that's why I think you know better be to be safe than you know. Well, look, like I just don't like the sound of the like even the hand dryer. Like the bane of my existence. There's hand dryers in the in the airplane well, toilet. Just going on the bathroom sounds. Oh, bathroom sounds right. The like this was like we got off the plane. I'm like, I understand on the plane it has to make the big noise and stuff like that. It's just what it is. But when they go off the get off the plane, go to the bathroom, and I wash my hands, and then they have those stupid Dyson air 
hand dryers. Yeah, right. You've seen those. Yeah. The weirdest urinal you've ever seen in your uh-huh, life. Uh huh. And you put your hands in, and it sort of doesn't work. So you put your hands out, and then it goes. Whoosh, yeah. And then you put your hands back in, and then it and, stops. And then it stops. Yeah, because it's got a delay. And the delay. And then you put wait, and you finally do it, and then it doesn't even get them dry anyway. Just give me a paper towel. I just shake. You just shake? Oh, you wash and oh, you shake. shake. I shake and then... You get it on everyone. <laughs> get it on everyone. everyone. Everyone can enjoy this. Right. And then your hands are dry in like 30 seconds anyway. It's very true, but you I don't just... You need to put them in a dryer. Oh, that, I just don't like the sound because it's always on. Because mm-hmm. of the delay, people go, oh, don't worry about it and shake and walk off. And then you hear why you're pissing. That big, loud sound and echoes in the bathroom because, you know... Because it's an echo. It's an echo sort of thing. So I thought to myself, how bad can this possibly be? Is there science to back up what I'm saying? Oh, okay. <laughs> this is where I'm going with this. And yes. Okay, so I want to point out, I love going to the toilet on an airplane. <laughs> Even if I don't need to go to the toilet, oh, right? Oh, what the fuck? I go to the toilet just to push the button oh. to hear it go... <laughs> Like, I get all excited. I'm like, oh, it's a delay. Like, how long is it going to be? Oh, it's two seconds before it goes. God, you are fucked. You are seriously. This is the most fucked thing I've ever... I've seen you spill beers, get drunk, you know, uh, go firefighting. (laughs) You wanting to go to a a bathroom of a plane and press the button just to hear the noise is the most fucked up thing I've ever... you, You need help, buddy. You need help because... You and, might I li- need- and I like aeroplane food. I don't mind aeroplane food. <laughs> but you might need hearing aids, which is probably why you can't hear the, you can't hear the podcast. I have to bump up your volume so loud. <laughs> yeah, but experts say the modern dryers uh, cause lasting damage to vulnerable people's ears. Those with compromised hearing and the very young and elderly could be at risk, Kieran. And previous studies <laughs> shows dryers were 11 times louder in public toilets in a lab. Wait, they brought the lab to the toilet or the toilet to the lab? No, no, So so when they test these things, right? Mm. So they test like, you know, the Dyson sort of things in labs. And they say it's a certain decibel level. And they say that sometimes, like, oh, it's so quiet, whatever. So when they're testing it in a lab, they say it's about 60, 65 decibels. Right, okay. Now, I want to give you sort of an example because people go, what does that mean in it? 65 decibels is like... Chattering in an office sort of space, like a comfortable okay. working level. So what you're saying is so 65 is an office space, chat, 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 yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A standard Italian family is about 250. It's about an 85, which is like <laughs> a generally safe accepted level of, of sound. Okay. So 85 is where it starts. After that, it starts to get a bit too... Like, you know, 85 might be you go to a bar and see a band and like, it's a, you know, around that sort of thing. Maybe a bit in a band's a bit louder, but you know... You're in a bar talking with mates, everyone else is talking, mm. you know, that atmosphere. Yeah, about 85. It's not uncomfortable, but it's like, Got you it. know, it's getting yeah. there, you know. Guess where a... Uh, say going on that, a, a pneumatic drill, on those big drills that drills like massive holes into concrete and all that yeah. sort of stuff. That's at about at a 90. What about a lawnmower? Lawnmower is about like the 80 to 85. So okay. it's getting up there in that sort of region. Yeah. Those hand dryers, yeah. when tested in public spaces, right. was at 92 <laughs> decibels, which is just as loud as a pneumatic drill. There you go. <laughs> what about aeroplane toilets? I would say it, it would have to be just as loud. No. It would have to be. It's pretty loud. It would, it would have to be hitting that like 80, 85. 
Sandwiches are just fascinating. There's like no water in them and it just goes, you know? It's oh, fantastic technology. I would assume that would be how like astronauts, like toilets up in space, because they wouldn't use water. Yeah. Because they'd have to preserve all the water in the, in the world. Right. Or like like Antarctica. Like if you were down in Antarctica, mm. you wouldn't use water because the water would freeze. That's right. In the pipes. It would have to be like air pressure or something like that. Or you'd just dig a hole. In the snow. Yeah. By the time you pee it out, it'll be like an icicle. <laughs> <laughs> Not my problem. Not your problem. No, no. But you are the one that goes to the toilet and just randomly presses the button in and... What the fuck, man? I can't get over that. I'm never going to look at you the same. <laughs> Do you stand or sit when you uh, wipe? I, I know we've had this conversation. Uh, you know what? I'm sort of getting into sitting again. Oh, you're a stand-up. I, w- I, w- I was a sitter and then I was a stand-up and now I'm going back into sitting. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. No, I like What about you? you? You're a sitter, aren't you? Uh, I'm See, a, you're swapping. See, I'm a stander. You know, uh, you, know, you know what it is? I think you sort of think about it for a while and then you go, oh, maybe I'll try it. And then you do it for a while mm. and then you go back, you know. That's like, you know, peeing, you know, th- over the fly or through the fly. Like some people like to do one or the other. And once they hear about other people doing it... Oh, wait, how do you pee? I pee through the fly. Oh, I see, I don't... I, I Do you undo the button at I the top? I undo the button as well. Yeah, so I used to, and now I'm a bit lazy, so I don't. But I've found that this way does more piss triplets, which is something else we talked about mm. in an older episode. So I might go back to opening up the button. No, that's it. we got to do a survey. we got to do a survey. Do this a is survey. the real stats that people really need to hear about. This is... Um, uh, yes, no, fantastic. So, great trip. No, it was up. an amazing trip. So, I'll, look, I'll tell you um, something else that bugged me on my trip. Oh, okay. It, and it's a bit of a story. So, uh, Americans, I'm sorry for any American listeners, but you and your, the baby boomers, uh, baby boomer American tourists are the worst people um, on the planet. Yeah, well, just an Oktoberfest as well. Look, look, Americans go to Oktoberfest and they're obviously all between 18 and 21. And because they can't drink until they're 21 in the US... Yeah, they have a good time. They have a great time. The problem is that the beer is stronger. Yeah. The beer is quite easy to drink because it's like wheat beers and stuff. Yeah. So after half a, half a stein, because you can only order litres of beer at a time... Fantastic. They're drunk. Yeah. And obnoxious. Well, they're <laughs> generally obnoxious all the time. So well, they're obnoxious has been increased tenfold exactly right but your baby boomers are even worse so we're sitting at this table jess and i and we're about two steins in at this point and having our third because we're pretty good at and then this uh did el- you eat were you eating at the same time yes we had a beautiful half a chicken and uh, with uh potato salad oh highly recommend everywhere serves chicken and uh, it's just yeah. the best thing at rotisserie yeah they've obviously been there for like four hours beforehand mm-hmm. beautiful highly recommend getting the chicken all right and the ox. Ox is also really good. But going back to the boomers. So when I travel, it's generally an eating tour. So yeah, this yeah. is what I'm really... I want to get down to the food. Uh, we will get... <laughs> I'll have to talk about it separately. This is one of those. I'll show anyway, you some photos. Americans. So they. So anyway, so uh, we were spinning, sitting next to Jess's family. They sort of left. We're like, oh, who, on these big tables, anyone can sit down. Is it, people just go, oh, is this free? And you go, yeah. And they just sit down. You have a chat to them. It's really good. So this elderly... Like, you know, boomery, like, you know, late 50s, early 60s sort of thing. Instead of going up to us and going, oh, these seats taken, they go, are you, do you speak English? And we're like, oh, 
I wish I spoke Italian properly at this point because I want to say no. Two steins in, of course you could. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? The more I drank, the better, more Italian I understood. And the more Jess drank, the more German she understood. Um, so anyway, like, yeah, we should so, did, I, so if I was there, I would have been like, oh, yeah, mate. Yeah. Don't worry. There's lots of Aussies there too. And that were fantastically good fun. So this couple sit next to us, they're chatting to us about stuff. The, so this the woman is talking to us, asking questions. The gentleman is going, huh? Huh? What? And I'm like, oh, maybe he doesn't understand our Australian accents. No, no. He was deaf in one ear. Oh. So we would talk to her and he would go, huh? And she would talk to him in his ear. Yeah. And then he would say something. But instead of us just replying to him, she would then turn to us. <laughs> you all speak English, right? We all speak English. And we're like, oh, okay, look, we're, we're nearly finished our beer. We say Prost, which is, Prost is like the, you know, German, like, you know, cheers. Yeah. So we go, oh, Prost, Prost, we're all excited. And the guy goes, Oppa. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, oh, man, this is all downhill from here. So we, which, but that was just one of the fun things that uh, that happened on our trip. But Kieran, this is not a Anthony talks about his trip <laughs> show or his rant about. Sorry, toilets. I'm just, I'm just. Sorry to our American listeners. Um, <laughs> I'm, I just love ripping into them. No, that's all good. But we do have an, uh, some news for you this week. So Kieran, what do you have for well, us? Well, le- let's begin with the 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 royals are in town. I do not care. They've just no, been married. No. So I'm going to do the Trump watch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I, uh, I, don't have that. But, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> some couples in India are selling tourist admissions to their weddings. <laughs> what? A, this sounds like a great idea. I'm gonna, <laughs> and, this and I'm is really, really good. I'm really shattered that I didn't think of this. This is good. Indian weddings are known for their opulence. Custom. I've been to an Indian wedding yeah, in yeah, India, yeah. Uh, and traditions that are celebrated over several days. Millions of couples get married in the country every year. They're huge. If you haven't been there, yeah, like the one I went to was small because the Raul married an Australian. Yeah, so, so there was only one side was only so there was only twelve hundred people in this wedding. That's tiny. Twelve hundred <laughs> to fifteen hundred people at the wedding. Right? It was a small wedding apparently. My goodness, because there was thirty Australians that came across. <laughs> What does India have like a billion people or something, something like, like that? that? But you get like everyone's related. If, <laughs> so if, you've, if you've come and done, you know, you've fixed my gutter. I've got to invite you to the wedding. You know what? That was the same thing at uh, Mum and Dad's wedding. Mum mm. and Dad was uh, Mum was looking through the list of stuff. She told me this a million times, and my uh, no added a whole bunch. Like here, her father added a whole bunch of people to the list, mm. and my my family's from a little small town in Italy. And Mum goes, "Who the hell's this?" He goes, "Oh." I met him on the boat. <laughs> I think he's still alive. <laughs> anyway, I think he's still got the invitation. Don't think he came, but you know. oh, that's hilarious. Anyway, so they're selling. How much is it to go to an Indian wedding? Two hundred dollars for a two-day invitation. That's not bad to attend a, a, a wedding. There's a startup called Join My Wedding. That's pretty good. I know. Join my wedding. Um, so basically, it's wedding crashes and it's now legitimate. Well, it's not really wedding crashes. It's wedding crashes, but you're paying for the privilege to do so. You're paying for the privilege to go to someone's wedding. Is that... Would you have to... See, with that sort of... 
thing going on? Like you're paying 200 bucks to go. Do you have to bring a gift? I don't know. See, that would be like my hard thing. Because I would be like, oh, I'm going to a wedding, going to buy the gift. But I've already spent 200 bucks going to it. And that's obviously uh, no, covering I think enough. Being, being at an Indian wedding, right? Okay, so. Wait, my- is that 200 bucks per person? 200 bucks per person. For two- yeah, I don't buy the gift. Jesus Christ. You don't even know them, right? Yeah. Okay, so. When we when I went to India for this wedding, have I told you this? I think you have, but you're going off the I'll tell the, the listeners, listeners, right? Um you we day one is actually during the day, it's actually pretty uneventful. I was gonna say it's like preparations for the Well for the, sort of for the, the men are in the stuff. men's section yeah. with all the men and the women who are all with the women. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a, the women are getting the henna done. Oh yeah, on the, their the, arms, the, like, was right? the like the artwork and yeah. stuff like that. And they you know chat away hmm. the men just do men things <laughs> right so it's just like a regular wedding before it happens like the girls like turn out 10 hours getting photos and putting on things and guys like in their underpants waiting and i was like so should we put our suits on yet nah it's all right yeah <laughs> was basically beer. you know we're like all right so when are we eating yeah <laughs> another day so, so i think the first day we ended up i don't know we ended up sightseeing and exploring and anyway at one point we had to come back to meet the the I'm going to call it the minister, but the the, the religious guy. Yeah, 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 something happened. The celebrant. Something, yeah, something. Yeah. Right. Then that night, huge party. Yeah, fun. Huge, like fifteen hundred people. Mm-hmm. It was a party. Mm-hmm. Now I I had a, a an old uh, person, wise who travelled India before, said when you go over there, don't drink, don't do anything, be very respectful. Mm-hmm. Right. I was like, sure, okay. Turn up there. And the women don't drink, the men drink. Of course. Right? And there's certain sections that you drink in, mm-hmm. right? That the men will go away from the women and that kind of stuff. Um, but we were the Westerners. We were like the... We, apart from the bride and the groom, who literally just had to sit on a pedestal the yeah. entire evening and look bored shitless. Right? We got like... They, were, they gave us alcohol. They gave us... There was so much food anyway. Well, I was going to say, you're probably exempt. And like, well, they come over for this wedding. Yeah. We want to really... We want to be yeah, really, really good hosts. Yeah, really Really good hosts. Yeah. yeah. Right? And then it was... then it was, And the other thing, and then that night, I remember... Um, I was outside at one point, and, you know, the police chief of the town wanted to have a drink mm. with me. Yeah. And I'm speaking to people my age, right? Mm. About 24, 25 at the time. And the police chief walks over and they all leave because he wants to, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's things like that. Anyway, so that first night it was a party. Mm. I mean like a party. Okay, the next day you wake up. Yeah, you sort of recover a little bit and all that kind of stuff. And then, so once again, it's a very slow process. But there's a few things that, that have to happen, right? Mm. Um, and this is the day. Day two is... The day, if that makes mm. sense. Like the wedding. The uh, walking ceremony. around the fire. That's happening, right? Yeah. That's, that's happening. Um, so lunch is the same place. They had this big marquee in their yeah. backyard. And so lunch is served there. Okay, right. So we all go there for lunch. And then people just turn up and go and up and go. A bit later that day, we had to go into a room. So about one o'clock, two o'clock. And we were in this room and I literally I actually had to leave because the guy, the celebrant, lit a fire. In, in, a, in, in a house? Yeah, in a room. Wow. Yeah. yeah, like, you know those, like, outdoor fire things? Yeah, like a fire pit kind of thing. Yeah, in a room. And we had to <laughs> throw we had to throw stuff and chants and, and that kind of stuff. Meanwhile, like, so ch- this chants are going on. And then the celebrant, like, answers his phone and starts, <laughs> like, starts talking while, like, throwing stuff in the fire. 
And the, the, you know, the other Indians are like, chat, 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 right? And I'm, we're sort of, we're going like, hang on, isn't this spiritual, like... What? I don't know see, I don't know if it's racist to make a call centre or a taxi driver joke. Like, they're driving, doing their job, but also on their mate to India on the phone. Yeah. Is that a racist? I don't know. I don't know. We, we, it's, <laughs> we got, we, like, so we're thinking we've got to be really respectful. Anyway, I'm going like, I'm now coughing, dying. Yeah. dying. I'm getting out of this room. Right, and I leave. Anyway, and then the rest of us sort of start coming out and Beck and Rue are like about to die. Anyway, they come out, so all good. That's fine. That night, so it was about 3am because it's going to line up with the moon and the stars when they do this this thing. Yeah, yeah of course. So we've partied and we've eaten and there's been a dance floor. I made the mistake of, of touching a female on the hip. Big no-no on the dance floor. But meanwhile, that night when I was outside having another conversation with the police chief, my friend, um, she's like got this Indian guy with his arm around her and she's like, help, Kieran? And like, I get up and I'm like, oh, hey, this is my girlfriend. Like, leave her alone. He's like, oh, sorry. And I was just like, you were about to be raped. Like, you were about (laughs) to be, you were about to be taken by this guy, but I can't touch a female's hips on the dance floor. Like, that's inappropriate. You know what? I'm putting it out there. I've never actually seen you touch a female's hips on the dance floor, even in Australia. So. There you go. (laughs) Playing it safe by the water. After India. My God. (laughs) So, actually, it was Fern who was being taken away. They're the hips I touched, right? There you go. Then... What comes around goes around. <laughs> right. And everyone eats and it's a big party. Now, like 3 a.m., the big party happens. Uh, sorry, the big walk around the, the, you know, the elephant and the and the walk around the fire or yep. seven times or whatever it is. Everyone's gone. Everyone Done. has left. Everyone has eaten. Everyone is out of there. And we're idiots thinking, oh, this is the most important part. We've got to be here. We could have buggered off. <laughs> right? We could have buggered off. Uh, anyway, that was... I think that was... Anyway, and then the next day, once again, more festivities. And it's a big party again at the night time. Lovely. Um, it's just three days of partying. It must take a lot of annual leave in India. Oh, apparently. Apparently, I expect that one of the... One of the aunties... religious. One so. of the aunties or something, their kid took a month off from school. For the wedding, for all the wedding preparations My and everything. My goodness, jeez. Imagine that doing that here. Like, I had a big Italian family. Yeah. Imagine, if I had to take off a month, I would probably be about two years oh. behind. <laughs> it's oh. absolutely ridiculous. I would love to be able to do that. So, yes, anyway, you can buy $200 for a two-day Oh, pass. that's the experience you can get. You can get the experience of being smoked out in a room, <laughs> it, uh, drinking with the police chief, and potentially stopping someone from being um, sexually abused. <laughs> So what an experience it is! I'm two hundred dollars in. <laughs> uh, what news article do you have uh, for us, Ted? Kira, can we do a Trump watch? Absolutely. Bye, Bing. It's big. Okay. It, it's lots of because it's been like four it's been like a month since we've done an episode, give or take. And when I was in Germany, the only thing we could get on that had Eng, like only tele- television station had English that was in English was basically just news. Right, okay. Um, and Nickelodeon. And Nickelodeon, right. <laughs> so, in the morning, sort of watch some news and, like, you know, if you're having, you know... Just there's only so much news you can watch. Watch. And then you're like, I need Nickelodeon. You put Nickelodeon on, you're watching Nickelodeon. And then there's only so much Nickelodeon you can watch. <laughs> well, when you're drunk, 
uh, after Oktoberfest and you're sitting in your bed um, watching Nickelodeon. Nic- Life Nickelodeon is good. Nickelodeon in your underpants. Life is really good because <laughs> everything's a lot funnier. But lot to Trump watches. He's done so much. He's done really good things. He's done really funny things, and I've tried to cover them all. First of all, let's go for the good things. All right. He's passed two bills, mm-hmm. and it, both bills had. Um, and his entire time, he's only passed two bills. Well, in these last last two last two okay. three weeks, but uh, these two bills sort of hit home with me a little bit. One of them was for. And let me just get it up here. I don't want to get it wrong. He signed up uh, legislation to clean up millions of tons of garbage from the world's oceans as part of his Save Our Seas Act. And um, it's going to clean up 8 million tons of debris from the planet's uh, oceans over the next like, two years or something like that, which is a fantastic bill. It got sponsored by everyone in um, the both Democratic and Republican Party, which is really good to hear. Mm. The second bill, which is what I'm more excited about, is... Um, this new bill for musicians. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's created new legislation that um, that uh, will. Oh, I'll try to explain it. it the big story is when um, when people sign record contracts, yeah. especially back in the seventies and eighties stuff like that. Digital wasn't a thing, mm-hmm. so they used to only get money from album sales if they actually sold an album. If they get, right. but if your song gets listened to on Spotify, how much money do you get? Like bugger all. Well, actually, technically nothing, right? Because you haven't sold an album, oh. and this bill ensures that older artists and newer artists mm. will actually get compensated for the times your song, your album has been listened to on digital platforms. Well, there which you is going. a really good bill, and I'm very excited. So, what's pe- the percentage? What do they get? Oh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Like you know, it's it's more in, uh, very depending on this sort of stuff, but it's definitely going to be there. Um, and it's, I think it's going to be back paid as well, which is really, which is really good for, for artists anyway. Oh, that's excellent. It's very exciting. So those are the two big bills that he did. Now let's get to the funny stuff. Okay. <laughs> um, so he aggressively slammed the federal reserve as the, um, share markets tumble. He stated that, uh, the central bank was too aggressive in ra- raising interest rates and he said, I think they made a big mistake to uh, his friends at Fox and Friends. They're being too aggressive. And I thought that was pretty funny. But he also he also had a bit of a, a bit of fun with the media not not too long ago. And here's the clip. So he's being interviewed. Like, you know, press is all in front of him. He's just talking and this and And this is what happened. So um, one of the ladies gets up from the press to get to ask a question. Okay, question? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. She's shocked that I picked her. No. She's like in a state of shock. I'm not thinking, Mr. That's President. That's okay. I know you're not thinking. <laughs> yes! Yes! I, no, go ahead. I heard this. And I just, I, I had to watch it a million times. It's a fantastic YouTube video. And he Apparently, he knows her very well. Yeah, that's right. And he doesn't like her articles. No, no. He does not like one bit that, he, that she writes that's about right, him. That's right, that's so, right. So she was shocked that number one he picked him. Yes, and, and that's then, why that's yeah. why the whole thing is very funny. So that's something that happened. Speaking of things that also happened, he met Kanye West. I haven't seen the clip. <laughs> oh, the clip it's like a forty minutes. <laughs> it's I, I most of, I've only watched the bits of it here and there, but the best thing is the picture of. Uh, there's t- two things that happened. There's a uh, don't. Um, Kanye shows Trump something on his phone 
and people find out that Kanye West passcode for his phone is one 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 or zero 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 zero. And I'm thinking to myself, wouldn't that just be like no one's gonna guess that password anyway? Why wouldn't you just do it? Something. Why doesn't stupid? he have Face ID? Yeah, something like that. And secondly, the other thing is that right at the end of the of the the meeting, uh, Kanye gets up and gives Trump a hug. <laughs> It's right. the funniest thing ever. So I highly recommend. Very exciting sort of Why stuff. Why was Trump meeting Kanye? Why not? Why not? They've got big dick energy. That's what they're calling it. And that's what I'm, I'm going to say it is. So very exciting stuff. Uh, he obviously got Brett Kavanaugh confirmed to be the Supreme uh, Supreme Court, which I don't want to go into the court case at all, but um, he did well, get Well, we knew that, that was going to get through anyway. Well, yeah. Like, you know... Um, now, he was also... I'll talk about that a bit later. But um, now, Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels, yes. You heard about that one there? Well, sort of. She's back She's back in... Well, she won't be. I'll tell you why. Because okay. she was suing Trump for defamation. Right, okay. And I didn't know exactly what the defamation lawsuit was about until I was watching a lawyer on YouTube go through the case after mm-hmm. it happened. His name's Nick Rakita. If you guys, um, I met a uh, note about him through another podcast I listened to, but he's an absolutely fantastic lawyer in the US. Yeah, and he right. goes through legal cases and explains it. It's really, really good. But he went through this um, this case here. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, he explains it. So basically, it was a tweet that President Trump put out there. Yeah, right, okay. Saying something about a, a statement that she'd made about a potential sexual assault that she had happened in 2011. Which is something not about Trump at all, but just in the wheel with it. He just tweeted, yeah, I don't think it's real. Okay, yep. That was it. Like, that's basically the tweet. Like, you know, um, it's a bit chopped up and stuff like that. But he just basically said, I don't, you know, I think she's uh, untrustworthy or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she filed him for defamation. Mm. Lost. Yeah. Completely. In fact, she now has to pay... Trump's lawyers... No way. <laughs> no way. Dead set. Has to pay Trump's lawyers. So she had a GoFundMe camp. The funny thing is, because she's had a GoFundMe campaign, and all these people donated for her to sue Trump for this defamation case. Including... Oh, what was her name? Uh, don't worry about it. So all these people donated to her, and now she had to pay him... His lawyer for this defamation case that all the money that uh, for the lawyers costs, which Whoa. means Trump is the only person ever to get a refund from a hooker. <laughs> the art of the, the art of the deal, people. The art of the deal. You've been waiting to say oh, that man. line. I've got another one. Don't worry, I got some more. Because Elizabeth Warren, do you know who Elizabeth Warren is? Uh, Green. Yeah, she's Sen- she's a Democrat in, in Democrat. the USA, senator and Democrat. She's been there forever. She's claimed since she's basically been there even when she was a Harvard uh, professor, that she was part Cherokee. Part what? Cherokee, so Native American. Oh, okay. And Trump, as this election cycle came up, said, uh, if you can prove that you're Cherokee with the DNA test, I'll give you a million... I'll I'll donate a million dollars in your name to any charity you want. And she's always gone, fuck you, I'm not going to do it. She finally does one. Oh, she does it. She does it. Can you guess how much of a how much percent she was uh, Native American? Three higher or lower? 
Lower. <laughs> uh, point. <laughs> yeah, all right, got a nut here. Oh, thank God. Point zero. Mm-hmm. Zero. Mm-hmm. Zero. Zero. Mm-hmm. Zero. <laughs> zero. No, point zero, zero, nine, zero, three zeros, nine percent Cherokee. One in 124. Okay, all right. Well, which, which basically means... There's now, a little bit in there. You know what's, what's really interesting about that? What's that? That the average American... Mm. is 0.8% <laughs> Native American, which means she's less Native American <laughs> than the average American. Than the average American. Oh, and wow. as of today, yeah. the, the Cherokee people yeah. have come out and said, yeah, we don't support her at all. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Now, the last thing about this story is that uh, Trump said that he'd give her a million dollars if she proved that she was Cherokee. Yep. Well, she's point zero 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 nine. That's it. And you know what? Round it up. That's point zero zero one. That's zero. <laughs> zero, Kieran. But I think it's fair. I think, you know, she's one in 124th uh, Cherokee, which I think that Trump then mm-hmm. should definitely give one 1,024th of the million dollars Absolutely. to charity in her name, which is about $980. <laughs> 980 buckaroos. Hey, look, a charity really needs it. So, Trump, give that $980. To the we only do one take podcast. podcast. <laughs> I'm sure Elizabeth Warren would have absolutely loved it. Uh, but that's all that's happening right now with Donald Trump. He's had a really fun sort of week. What's the news like over there covering, you know, world events? Uh, it's... Well, look, I only watch English channels. The English channels are like CNN and stuff like that. So, oh, yeah, so yeah, it wasn't like, you know, I wasn't watching like German English news. I was just watching American sort of news. So I sort of got that sort of side of things. So it was biased one way or another with Fox and CNN. But uh, but it was fun. Oh, I'll tell you go. what. So anyway, that is the Trump watch. I know that was a really big one. But uh, yeah, really, it's been a lot of fun. And I've just been watching it all unfold, especially the last like week or two with Stormy Daniels and Elizabeth Warren. And it's just absolutely... It's been too much fun. Tonight's podcast is brought to you by the Mac Allen Selected Oak. It's a single mo, single malt of extraordinary <laughs> smoothiness. Gives you a mo. Gives you a mo. What? Gives you a mo. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Remarkable sweetness and depth. That's the Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. That's the Malican Select Oak. <sighs> It's nice stuff. I did say that was a sponsor, right? Yeah, you did. Yeah, good. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kieran, you got another article for us? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Do you know the game Fortnite? <laughs> yes. Apparently, a season six out. I don't understand. I how don't a, understand. I don't understand how a game can have season six, unless there's a TV show called Fortnite. Is there a TV show called Fortnite? Well, potentially. I feel like I'm assuming you mentioned you're talking about the video game. Which I think like I'm talking one. about the video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't understand how there's seasons, but anyway, um, Pornhub insights. Fortnite season six has arrived, and just like season five, it has Pornhub visitors very excited. <laughs> <laughs> Pornhub statisticians dig deeper into the data of the release of Fortnite Season 6. Following the the launch, searches containing Fortnite more than doubled on Pornhub. And seeing as Fortnite has remained in Pornhub's top 25 search terms through most of 2018, that equates to hundreds of thousands of additional searches per day. Just, Just describe 
Just describe that for me. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um. So as it's gone through, this is what season six in September. This is just in September. Yeah. Uh. So from the start of September. That's the that there is the tenth of September. Yeah, tenth of September. So like that's ten. The, was the it twenty? 10, 15 days. 15, 20 days worth of stuff? 20, tw- 20 days. Give 20 or take. Days. Yeah, sorry. It's a bit far away and I'm sort of half blind. Uh, it looks like from the, from the baseline, which I would just say like the first day it's sort of gone there for, it's gone up by 100, 200, 300, 400, 500%, 600%. Yeah, it, it's averaging at about uh, <laughs> average fortnight searches equals one. Uh, so it's averaging... Uh, I can't read that <laughs> You're trying to get me to do it from across the room This is the professional podcast that we have here, people But yeah, it's gone up like 500% Which, like, I guess anyone searching for Even one search for uh, Pornhub Fortnite Is pretty amazing I can't believe it's in the top 25 That's pretty impressive um, I'm a, You know what? Today's YouTube went down I'm oh, dating the episode Did you hear that? YouTube went down? YouTube went down for like, like two hours today. Oh, no way. I want to see the stats of how many people went to Pornhub. <laughs> Those are the stats Pornhub need to release. Well, there's a really interesting one with um, the the release of the iPhone. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. The um, uh, I'll pull it up now. The uh, You know when Apple does the demo talks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the demo talks. All right. So, basically... I'll extra- ex- describe this to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, this here on the left, yeah. right, uh, in the blue are people with iPhones. Right. And here in the green is people with... with Androids. Uh, with Androids, right? And what we're seeing right here, so this is 1245. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope the listeners are following along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then down here, uh, the, these, <laughs> go, these go in minute by minute. Right, inc- intervals. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, minute by minute intervals. So, so what we what we see here is that so as the talk the, the, the is event, happening, the event has started. People have now the av- This is the this line here represents the average amount of users, mm-hmm. and we can see that the Apple events happened that both Android and Apple people on their mobile phones have stopped viewing on average, have tuned out of going into Pornhub. That's amazing, right? Because the Apple talk is on, right? And but what we can see that there's major there's without major telling spikes. you the data there's major spikes of people paying more attention to what's happening at Apple, right? Uh, and then here is clearly when the talk has finished and the people are straight back onto porn. Yeah, like a hundred percent back onto porn. So when um when the live stream began, okay, people started tuning into the live stream and and had left Pornhub. Um, when Tim Cook enters the stage, uh, more people left Pornhub. Right, that's amazing. Um, when the new Apple Watch Four design is revealed, we've got a spike of more people leaving. Really, Pornhub. Yep. Right. I wonder when many- they go in to start talking about the Apple Watch health monitoring tech. People have tuned out of Apple Fantastic. and they've gone, they've gone back, uh, back to Pornhub. Because you know what they're thinking? Geez, if I buy this Apple Watch and I'm obviously <laughs> masturbating while while watching Tim Cook talk about this, they're going to count those as steps. <laughs> And then I'm going to know how long I've wanked for every day because the Apple Watch is going to count my wanking as the number of steps that I've done. Uh, yeah. Very important people, take your Fitbit off while you do anything like that. <laughs> uh, Helpful tip from Tertia. Most people tuned back... So most people left Pornhub and moved back to to, to the iPhone launch, uh, mm-hmm. the iPhone talk. 
when the iPhone XS and XS Max was revealed, huge spikes. Um, when they moved into talking about the dual SIMs on the iPhone X and discussing Apple's environmental impact. Dropout. Um, yeah, dropout. Complete dropout, yeah. Complete dropout. Um, and then obviously event ends and, and things go back to normal. So basically they have to they have to start the show with, this is the biggest thing, environmental things, then hit them back up with the watch. Yeah. That way it would have a, like mostly a straight sort of line of people watching. You know, Faci- just fascinating data. Wouldn't it just be really interesting, like as they show the phones, just have the environmental data on there? It's like yeah. here's the new Apple I, you know, XS one and two, and on there's like we did really well with our Dingo data, and they go, oh look at that, we've done really well with the thing. It'd be like I would just have to take it all in at once, and no one, everyone would be really excited about the environmental health sort of stuff. But the dual SIM stuff's good. I'm amazed what more phones are doing that with the dual SIM cards. Yeah. So that like, means you can have two different phone numbers. That's right. A lot of business, like, you know, if you've got a business and a personal one or yeah. something like that, it's quite good. Well, Microsoft. Or you want to call yourself. <laughs> My- Microsoft had the dual SIM with the Microsoft. I think one of the Samsungs did it as well at one point. I can't remember which one. And I think that'd be really handy, but Microsoft phone was just terrible. I think the uh, Blackberries do too. Oh. Don't quote me on that, people. Oh, there you go. Well, what? Do, do you want to keep going with technology? Okay, yeah, sure. Because I've got two stories about tech, and then um, I've got a uh, bone to pick with you because it was something we were talking about when we were drinking. But oh, uh, sorry, we'll bring ooh, it in. But bone to pick. Let's go straight to the bone. You want to go to the bone? Because then we can talk about food. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kieran, uh, thank you, Dad. So we were talking on Saturday uh-huh. um, about those fake academic papers that people yes the fake academic papers and you hadn't heard about it and i'm like jesus i would have thought this would have been right up your alley so i'll explain it to the i'll read the article and stuff like that but basically a bunch of people a bunch of uh, people uh wrote a bunch of fake academic papers submitted mm. them right but they only uh, out of the tw- i'll just read the article it's a lot easier so okay academics defend fake research and say it exposes political corruption in universities. Four of the 20 fake research papers submitted for peer review were published in academic journals. So three US researchers have pulled off a sophisticated hoax by publishing fake research with ridiculous conclusions in sociology journals to expose uh, what they see as ideological bias and a lack of rigorous vetting in these publications. Seven of the 20 fake articles were written by the trio were accepted by journals after being approved by peer-reviewed committees tasked, uh, tasked with checking the author's research. The, f- uh, the fake study, or the first study, claiming dog parks are a petri dish for canine rape culture by one Helen Wilson was published in May, in May in the journal Gender, Place and Culture. This article suggests that training men like dogs could reduce the case of sexual abuse. Uh, the faux research articles are not new. They've done it before, la la. So going forward, they made like um, other articles like that. So they said here, uh, making um, making absurd and horrible ideas sufficiently politically fashionable can get them validated at the highest level of academic uh, academic grievance studies, said one of the authors, James Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay is a doctorate in mathematics from the journal in uh, Tennessee. But another one, another thing that they did was uh, one of the published journals' articles analyzes why a man masturbating 
while thinking of a woman without her consent commits a sexual assault. Mm, right. And the other is a female, a feminist rewrite of Mein Kampf. Mm-hmm. So those are the three of the seven which actually got through. Right. And uh, so obviously they're just like, well, you know, it's pretty obvious that you can, if you really wanted to, especially in these sociology journals, as long as it fits the political narrative of the time. Yeah. You know, obviously rape of the culture. Editor. Yeah, or yeah. An editor, you know, you know uh, the feminist rewrite of Mein Kampf and stuff like that. You can get it through, even if it is Mein Kampf. Mm. Even if it is absolutely ridiculous, like, you know, oh yeah, um, if I if a man masturbates while thinking of a woman, but she hasn't consented to him thinking about her, it's rape mm. or it's sexual assault. And I, th- abs- I mean, you know, I'm, I'm obviously... What a great experiment, though. Obviously, crap gets through all the time. Yeah. And you've just... You said to me just before, you completed your PhD, you got your certificate. Very exciting. So, well done. Thank you very much. <laughs> And um, and I know how much work and time and effort that you put into your studies and this and that. And for me, looking at something like this, someone for someone like you, yeah, right, who's done all this extra work, and these guys here, obviously, it's fake and they're doing an experiment. But for articles that are so blatantly wrong or blatantly, mm. like almost a joke, almost a parody, to be put into publicated journals, that just because they fit a a, a political agenda that must infuriate the shit out of you as it infuriates the shit out of me well it's interesting it, I, I speak from um i only speak from the psych lens right yeah there are there, there will there's new publication new articles new publications turning up every day right yeah of course. One, one of the things i guess one of the things that i do or if I'm reading scientific articles as well, it's not a foolproof, but it's a pretty good system. Uh, is we look at something called the imp- I don't want to bore listeners, but we no, look no, at no, it's good. We, we look at um, something called an impact factor, right? And an impact factor, um, it, it is potentially flawed, but um, quick summary of it: it's sort of how many times scientists have uh, Replicate, replicated the study that study in other people's articles, okay. and, and it's been mentioned, right? So something like the journal, and an impact factor over one is considered good. Right. Right. And in my field, especially in the autism field, there's like four journals that I would submit to and I would I would read from because I know that they're... They're quality. They're quality. Something, uh, something like the journal journal up. Nature has like an impact factor of like 30. Right. And, and to get onto that, to that journal, there's really... I, I, I guess from a scientist's point of view, you always go for the... The journal that's got the highest impact factor. Mm. So my colleague. So Nick, there's a ranking system. So like these, these are like the like the top top journals. So like yeah. you know Harvard guys and yeah and stuff like that would you know would be submitting papers to that most likely. And then there's sort of ranks down depending so, on. So you could have ten publications, right? Yeah. As a as a researcher. Yeah. And I could only have two. Or you could even have thirty, and I could only have two. But if my two articles are in journals that are of high esteem and They're really worth high impact packet worth so much more the than 30 your, shit like, ones. your 30 publications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like there are, I, I don't know. I've just accepted many years ago that there's just shit. Like shit could, out there. I could pay two grand and be published tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't even have to go through peer review. I could just yeah. sound published. Yeah. Um, I know that it won't get past my colleagues or I can't get a job at a university. Well, of course. Because they take that, they take those checks more seriously. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, what a cool study to like publish fake things and then like document it. It's pretty interesting. I just found it really interesting that 
they found that the way that they got things through was always because it was a political agenda behind them. And people agreed with that political agenda. And that's oh, how it but went the, 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 and I'm sure that's the same for. There's a really your good. Life. There's all these journals as well, all this scientific literature. There is a bias in there because number one, even in psychology, they'll generally only publish things that have actually you found findings. Mm. So if you found something of non-significance, they that like that should be published. But the general, but is there, isn't something like doing a not. study and then finding nothing, just as important as something having a finding. Yeah. Like, it, like if, if you go, okay, we did all this but that work doesn't and solve. that doesn't actually prove anything, that'll stop other people from doing that. Like, maybe replicating it once just to prove, yes, it does prove nothing. Yeah, but it's a, it, but there's a bit of politics in, in all, even like oh, na- nature, and there's always a bit of politics. You've got to find something. So that might be really important, but don't wait. Like, they're sort of like, yeah, but do another study and find something else then. Yeah. To put it in that. You can't, there's, a, there's always a bit of, there's always a bit of politics. Yeah. With with journals and editors, and I'm guessing something like sociology, which is you know, like on that fringe of being a science or not, I guess. I, I mean, I have to take, I have to, you know, I got reject my one of my papers got rejected mm. because um, I, I've more or less come in and and you know said personality has got nothing to do with happiness, and here's the data, and this is why, mm. and it doesn't fit the narrative of one of the journals. There you go. Because the editor in all his research for 30, 40 years has been claiming personality is linked to happiness. There you go. And won't accept it. That's amazing. Yeah. So I'm just going, I'm doing another. So there you go, people. Everyone's okay. You can be <laughs> all be happy with with it with whatever personality that you have, according <laughs> so to it's, this it's, doctor. It's, it's, you know, there's <laughs> other options. I can publish another thing. But it, like it, it happens. So there you go. Really interesting. Gave me a bit of insight because I like you know I, you know I've been through the university process and stuff like that, and obviously coming from a I guess a business background like you know we don't put. I mean, especially in the accounting field, what can you do? It's pretty much set in stone. Yeah. Um, one plus one equals two. <laughs> pretty, well, sometimes. Depends <laughs> <laughs> how good your accountant is, but <laughs> when it comes, like you know, I can understand like you know doing you know, stuff within project space or economics or something like that. I mean, but it, it, you know, like we don't really put a high, it, for us in, in this sort of area, like in the finance area, it's more about just experience working within an organization or within a, mm. a sector or a project or something like that. Whereas in the science field, doing those doctors, doing those research is basically the job sometimes, yeah. you know, um, but even like you know, even in a research lab, that would be the job of having findings that are practical and stuff like that, rep- replicatable and stuff. So for me, like I'm like, okay, well, if that's your job, that's your only job, and you're trying to do all this sort of stuff, going on what this is, having something slip through the cracks that is so blatantly terrible, mm. even if your publication isn't that great a one, for it to slip through peer review. We would think that people that were very high in the you know, really, well, once again, really it, depends, pro- it depends on like if really proud themselves as academic. I would know? be if it was something like the Journal of Nature mm. that published it. Mm. My God, like I would be up and I would be yeah. I'd be deeply yeah, yeah. deeply offended if that makes sense. If it's one of those like meh yeah publications that anyone sort of set up and is asking for people to submit applications to, or one of the you know your lower ranked oh. But it's 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 those it's those sort of like high esteem places that mm. do have checks and balances, and that I mean one of the other things is, is basically anyone can do peer review. Yeah, you oh, know, yeah. I I wouldn't be able to do, you know 
in my field or some of my things, I've got to actually show my credentials before I could do peer review. Yeah. Um, Which is what you want. Like, But you in know. some other ones, any Joe Blow could be a... Pe- I was I had no experience and I was peer reviewing like internet gambling articles. And I was reading stuff going like, I don't even... Like, I finished my bachelor degree. I'm like, I don't even know these stats. Like, I'm not doing it. This, yeah. This, I can't do it. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah, that's good. Great insight. Like, like I said, this is why I like bringing stuff like this in. Like, I can do the Trump watch and laugh and all that sort of stuff. And I found this, this pretty funny. Like, you know, for me, it just proves that we should uh, defund all universities. <laughs> <laughs> but it, right. it, for me, it just proves like... I've know, been waiting too long. <laughs> Here is my bone to pick with you. Um, with me. There you go. What was the food like in Germany? All right. So, <laughs> food in Germany, if you like meat, is fantastic. I tried um, uh, offal, which was actually quite nice. Uh, ox and chicken are sort of the big two meats at Oktoberfest. Ox cheeks? No, no, like, oh, I had an ox burger. Okay. <laughs> it was actually really nice. There's, like, kebab shops everywhere. No way. They're so big on kebabs, it's almost a joke. Um, pork knuckle is delicious. Oh, um, pork knuckle. There's a specialty uh, brewery in Munich that does um, uh, a pretzel soup. Oh, a pretzel soup. So they, yeah, they. I don't know what they. Do. It's like an, I guess, like an onion-based soup, and then they put like pieces of pretzel in there. Wow! But the pretzels, because it's so crispy, it stays crispy on the outside, and it soaks up the really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it soaks up all the soup on the inside. Um, yeah, like every place was subtly different from the last. Oktoberfest has lots of food vendors around, so you can always pick up a sausage on the way home, or um, or lollies, or you know. Um, Potato pancakes, hmm. or something Jess was sort of big into. Um, Fantastic. Uh, pickles and you know just whatever you really wanted. You know it was guys always working around asking you know if you wanted a pretzel. You know always good when you're drinking, and like big like they're talking like big as your head. Mm-hmm. Um, size so pretzel, so you always got you always got your fill of food there, which is always good. Well, speaking of food... You got food? You got something food related, do you? Uh, California student. Girl brought cookies to school laced with grandmother's ashes. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. According to reports, Davis police are investigating whether or not a student shared cookies with classmates that contained human remains. A Davis High School student <laughs> is alleging one of his classmates brought cookies to school laced with her grandmother's ashes. The student told Fox 40 the girl is going around telling everyone basically at this point that she had brought in these cookies to school with human ashes in them. The student said he saw the girl passing the cookies around the Da Vinci Charter Academy High School in Davis two weeks ago. That's pretty bad. Do you reckon it actually happened? Well, maybe. I mean, it's a child. Who knows? Like, they could have just been lying. Big, big, Big lie to tell. Yeah, that it would be a big lie to tell. A big lie to tell. Yeah, especially to get on the news. I, all I could think of was that there was a rumour going around. I think it was Keith Richards that he once snorted his, his father's ashes. Yeah. Which, like, you know, which, I'm just like, ah, I don't know. Like, if that's a rumour, like, this is Keith Richards we're talking about. I don't know if this little girl made brownies with her, her grandmother's ashes and, and did all that sort of stuff. But you never know. Pretty weird. Uh, right. Well, anyway, the principal declined to comment. Of course. Well, what's she going to say? I don't know. <laughs> I saw brownies. They potentially had a dead grandmother in them, but everyone's eating them. So what are you going to do? Number one, I've got a very clear, very clear rule. If a kid makes it, I don't eat it. That's a fair rule. Yeah. That's a fair rule. 
you pretend to eat it like they do, like yeah, like pretend tea and stuff. It's like, ooh, you say, oh, so full. <laughs> yeah, if a kid makes it, I don't eat it. That's that's a, that's a very good rule to live by. I think it's a good rule. Otherwise, you'd just be eating lots of play doh. Look, lucky <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's non toxic. Lucky it's non toxic. Uh, oh dear. Kieran, I can't wait till robots take over. One, because of sex robots, and two, they don't like women or gays. You want me to tell you two stories? Okay. <laughs> so, all these big companies building artificial intelligences. Mm-hmm. Um, and you think to yourself, artificial intelligence, it's going to be fair, it's going to be balanced, it's going to be Oh, beautiful. fuck no, it's not. It's going to have the, it's the biggest biased... <laughs> The biggest but So two things happen. <laughs> artificial intelligence... Google's new artificial intelligence bot thinks yeah. gays are bad people. So they spent half a billion... Uh, uh, $500 billion, half a trillion dollars on this software and it gives like a sentient score on different words and this and that. So you can use it to understand things, this and that. So like, you know, if you typed in a word and gave it a score... Um, from positive one to negative one, like the yeah. scoring range. If you typed in uh, gay, it would be negative 0. 0.1. <laughs> oh, no way. No, negative, zero, negative, negative 0. 0.1, yeah. Uh, but if you said, I'm straight, it would go positive 0. 0.1. <laughs> Whoa. And if you wrote, uh, I'm homosexual, it went down to uh, zero, negative 0. 0.4. And... Um, Negative ratings for gay bar, gay club, gay women, gay men, and uh, gay people. All of them were either negative 0.1 or negative 0.2 on this uh, thing. But everything for straight and all that sort of stuff. So Samsung so- Samsung built, you know, the like the facial recognition thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And they did their prototype and they launched it and it told Asian people to open their eyes. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Right. That was the same they told We've like, got- Asian people, like they could swap phones and open up each other's because the software couldn't tell the difference between yeah different and, and then it's like um like and then not, the phone's not working with black people yeah. right <laughs> so this is this is what we've got we've got engineers people really good at building this technology right yeah but they have so deakin has an artificial intelligence unit Right, and I've had a few conversations with them because I think that's fascinating. And it's like, what are you doing and what are you exploring? And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Our mission for the next 10 years is to work on biases. It has to be. That is literally the Institute's mission because well, these engineers are building these great things, but they don't realize the biases that they're bringing in. Well, how's this one? So going on from that, Amazon had to scrap one too. Again, they spent half a trillion dollars on one. And what they wanted this one to do was a... I mean, it's one of the biggest companies on earth. Yeah. And they wanted to build an algorithm and a, and a bot to uh, be used as a recruitment tool to make it easier. If people put through resumes, they can filter all the shit out yeah. and just go forward. And uh, so they all this, all these resumes, all this stuff, like people that got accepted, people that got interviewed, and all, that, like all the uh, mm. things, uh, over a 10-year period... A lot of it came from men. A lot of men applying for tech jobs and stuff like that. So when the bot finally was sort of used properly and sort of tried out initially, um, no women were getting picked, uh, poli- selected. Picked yeah, right. Because the the bot itself uh, penalised anything that was related to women. So if 
if the word included the word like had said woman on there or it said anything like um oh there was a really like you know if it said went to a women's college or they went to let me have a look here yeah it's like women's college or women's chess club or anything related to that that would automatically go in the trash no that's amazing <laughs> unbelievable so look and the this is why I will never not uh, get. I will never get into a self-driving car. Oh, I can't wait for self-driving. No, cars. no, because I it's, cannot wait for self-driving. No, nah, no, because you know what's going to go. This is what the, a self-driving car is going to do. This. There's two people in front of me. There's one person in the car. I'm going sixty kilometers an hour. I can't stop. But if I turn to a side, I can either kill the two people and stop. Or I can turn and kill the one person in the car. Yeah, they, 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 what they'll do is you'll get into the driving car and they'll be like, "What in this situation, what do you want to occur? And you know, you can actually do that test. Have you ever done that test? Apparently I'm a sociopath. I'll just save myself. <laughs> like, you know, I'm fucking, don't you give a shit about the Yeah, ducks. because the car companies don't want to take liability for the car accident. Well, exactly right. So they want to pass it on to the person who's in the car who yeah. should be responsible. Yeah. That's why they're going to get you to choose. Yeah. Those options. Well, no, there's actually... Oh, I should find it. There's actually, you can do the test and it tells you, like, to help build an AI bot and what, like, the most yeah. common answers, stuff like that are. But if it's got all these biases in... I don't I don't understand how you can take bias out of anything that you do or anything that you build. At the end of the day, it's going to look for... You know, you, we talk there's about There's no doubt. When, when we're all driverless cars on the road... It'll work. It, there will be... Um, and they're even talking about the roads having, the roads actually having sensors in them. Yeah. So that the car's coming along and it's driving around a corner. We can't see what's around the corner, but the sensor can pick up. Well, with the GPS. That there's a kangaroo there or that there's an obstruction or things have slowed down. Um, when we're all driverless cars, it will work. I don't even think it'll work then. And the simple fact is, do you remember last year or the year before, Microsoft opened up like that Twitter bot, like, and I can't remember what it was called. Um, but like in like forty minutes of or like four hours of reading tweets, it became like basically a neo-Nazi and was tweeting things out. Yeah, but like, I hope, but I hope that they were taking it a lot more slower with the artificial intelligence driverless cars. Then we are with. Let's just put something together like a resume builder, and we'll just not do complete tests. But that would ten years of, of research and building that sort of thing, and it still had all these biases in it. Uh, for me, like that's just if you could do ten years of a piece of work, and it's still to be. Like, imagine you lost. I mean, I look. I know it's Amazon. I know it's Google. They're two of the biggest companies on earth. Probably half a trillion dollars is nothing to them, but. To ninety percent of the world, that's like half a tr- like five hundred billion dollars is more than most countries' GDP. <laughs> like, and we're talking about them building an AI. One was building an AI just so they didn't have to read resumes. That that's the level that we're talking about here. It's like I don't want to read a resume. Can we put it through a machine? Well, we've got yes. to put our, all the interns that apply to be on this show. <laughs> we've we're behind the, the scenes. Let's the- build a bot. <laughs> I've already built the bot, and it just goes like as soon as it prints out, this actually just goes to my shredder, and it's just sort of just one swift move. <laughs> I told my how's this right? I told my I finished up with my finished teaching, finished teaching my psych students, and I finished the last class on networking, right? Yeah, and about networking and and ways to craft emails and how to add value, yada yada yada. And I was like, now if you want to get my attention, put in the title. Um, let's 
catch up for a coffee. Yeah. That'll always work. Even better, let's catch up for beers. Yeah, yeah, First yeah. one's on me. Ooh. You have got me. <laughs> I am there. So to all the interns <laughs> applying, take Turch and I out for yep. a beer or two in your hide. So basically, email Kieran and put in the title, uh, want to take you out for beers, first one on me, and just send him spam of uh, Viagra pills. <laughs> Actually, just make it shorter. Beers. Beers. Beers? Question mark. No, yeah. Uh, and you'll be like, yep. <laughs> yes. Done. And then suddenly he's subscribed to a Viagra commercial. <laughs> uh, Kieran, you are not is... nice. <laughs> Kieran, it's so good to be back. It's um, It's been a while. We've got so much planned. We've booked our New Year's trip. So we're definitely going to do a... The New Year's special will be back. We'll definitely be back. We'll have to think of something other than a dildo testing competition this time. Uh, so if yeah. you've got any... We'll have to think about that over uh, the time. I think, uh, I think our audience could come up with something. Absolutely. Well, the audience can always bring, suggest ideas. We'll take photos and videos and all that sort of stuff. But in the meantime, Kieran, um, to all our lovely wankers out there, if you'd like to make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on YouTube, on Instagram and Facebook for all your wanking needs. If you'd like to send us in a rant or any ideas or articles, make sure you email us at weonlydoonetakepodcast at gmail.com. We're not really fussed but we get there as long as it's not too much spam. You know what? Even even death threats. I'm not really. I don't really care anymore. I don't read the emails, so <laughs> send all them to whatever. That's fine. You know, so send all your stuff to the weonlydoonetakepodcast at gmail. Dot com. Kieran, thank you so much for, for uh, a lovely start of season three, really? episode forty-one. Big season this week. Se- yeah. It is a huge season. We've got our episode fifty, which yeah. is going to be our big fiftieth uh, episode. We're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate all the milestones: the sixtieth, the seventieth, yeah. the eightieth, the ninetieth, and then the hundred first. <laughs> Just to really screw everybody over. We're gonna definitely going to do this big celebration for the fiftieth. We'll see if we can sync it up with something really exciting. But we'll see how we go. Ooh, yes. Yes. But otherwise, to all our lovely wankers out there, we will see you next Thursday. Oh, the bots just shut everything down. <laughs> Damn bots. Can we just get a bot yeah. d- just to audio edit this for us? That'd be great. I think its name's Turch. I had this article. I had two cookie epi- things and I didn't realise. US Embassy in Australia apologised for Cookie Monster cat meeting invite. <laughs> I had one more. Yeah. I had one more and... I just caught the headline and I was like, oh, I'll just bring it in. It just says, man receives chemotherapy for common cold. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, like, I'd get a second opinion. 